0: Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Carpe GM Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Steve. I'm Tyler. Brian. And I'm Mac. Today we're going to start with uh, our normal thing. Uh, Guys, what have you been doing for the past couple of weeks?
1: Steve? I got the 5th edition playtest packet downloaded. Yeah. Anyone can get it. Anyone can just get on it, write on it, and (laughs) make a uh, sample 5th edition character for D&D now. It's got
2: most of the classes,
1: right? No, it's got, like,
0: The five. core stuff. Yeah. But then shortly after that came out, they released, uh, what was it, a wizard and a warlock? Yeah. I got secondary class. Yeah. yeah. I have that. In, uh, so, like, it... they're all caster classes. No, there's a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Wizards and other wizards.
0: <laughs> have you been... Have you ran the game at all?
1: I haven't run anything, but I just wanted to see how the character creation went, because just thumbing over it, it looked pretty different, so I just wanted to try it out so i wasn't just going off like was it cool it It was pretty cool like it it's one of those things where it's it's going to be like when it when it comes out by itself uh the game i feel is going to be pretty cool i mean when you you can't compare it to other games right now because first of all it's only a play test right but i think uh that it's going to be kind of like how people felt about 4th edition when it first came out, how it was just kind of like a world apart from D&D up until then. It doesn't really
2: seem like it is that far from D&D. Yeah.
1: I mean, when I was making the character, it kind of felt like it was. Like, this isn't what I'm used to. (laughs) But, I mean, rolling a character and just putting it together felt more like
0: D&D than it did in 4th edition to me. That was a big issue for me when I when it first picked up fourth edition. It just didn't even feel right. It's like yeah. it's a different game. This
1: this this felt pretty different, but I mean it it felt like it was pretty. In- I mean it kept it was interesting. Okay, and all the, all... i You know, I was able to pinpoint certain things about it as I was making the character, and I know exactly. Everything that's different from right what I understand.
0: The I, I've got the fifth edition playtest myself, I just haven't had time to open it. Yeah. But um, from what I understand, uh, I was listening to I think Metagamers Anonymous and they were talking about it. It went to um, back to the roll your stats preferred method of character creation. Yeah,
1: it is you just roll up your stats and uh, as opposed to the optimized
0: choose point by yeah, thing, as
1: opposed to uh, like a huge section of feats, they don't have like. A section in the playtest for that's just like a listing of feats. You choose backgrounds, and that's the only way now. As far as the playtest has shown me, that you can gain feats. Okay. So like your the characters are unique now through backgrounds, which give them things which are basically feats, as opposed to another another editions where the feats basically make the character unique.
2: So like, there's a more emphasis on storytelling. With your with your
1: character, with your character yeah, it almost
3: was it, it the was it the three point five scoundrel book that had like character backgrounds that you could yeah. take. I think it's yeah, they weren't quite as Adventure, powerful. Yeah. As, yeah, that's that. Or, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh,
1: yeah, they weren't quite as powerful as feats. But no, this was pretty cool. Didn't even take very long for me to roll it up. So,
4: Tyler, how about you? Um, well, I've been really busy the last couple of weeks, but what I have been doing is playing um, Defense of the Ancients two, and it's still in beta. And it's a it's a follow up to a computer game. It was an old Warcraft three mod where there's just a ton of heroes and they're trying to play against each other. And it's highly competitive. Actually, the international just happened the international championship, and the winners the winning team got a million dollars. Woo! International championship, pretty huge for yeah. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I know. Um, the Chinese one it was they still put up a pretty good fight. The uh, gold farmers. Yeah, we got wrong with the Chinese? gold finders. <laughs>
3: Racist Dude.
4: podcaster every time. Like, <laughs> you set it up for me, I had to go for the slam dunk Alright. <laughs> See? Alright, go ahead, sorry. They do now, they play basketball. Um where was I? The only problem They do now. The same problem that you encounter with every um internet game is the people on the internet and they are you know they're rude they're a little bit low brown but um if you can get accustomed to that then it's you know, it's a lot of fun it's a, There's a lot, you lot of like 12 year olds you like mad? you mad bro yeah and it's nice to it's nice to play too because you get to level up these heroes and like buy items for them in session so you know you get to play like 40 minutes and you get to play a hero all the way up to the max level and basically every get, time get to feel yeah every time you get to feel pretty awesome unless you're completely terrible at it which it, you don't feel very which good. i'm sure i would be it's so power it's not a game the game me.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, power leveling the now, game. Now, you
3: said that this is a follow-up to the old Dota mod, but uh, it's worth saying that there's been another couple of games based on the same idea. I think Heroes of...
4: Heroes of New Earth and yeah. then, yeah, and League, League of Legends. Legends. League of Legends really took off, and it's going to be really hard for Dota 2 to, to take back the fans that League of Legends kind of drew in from the original Dota and all the people who didn't play the original Dota because, in my opinion, League of Legends is kind of like an easier version of the game, so... But all in all... There's I, that internet hate. Right. So all in all, I really love the game, and I think it's going to be a highly competitive eSports game for uh, the months to come, the years to come. Cool. Uh, for me, what's Dota?
0: Defensive of, of the Ancients. Ancients.
4: Okay.
3: Okay, yeah. it's uh, Imagine a
4: Real-Time Strategy
3: Oh, setting. no, I just
0: wanted to know what the acronym was for <laughs> so oh, I can put yeah, it in the right. show notes. All right. Yeah. All
5: like, right. I don't
0: care about the game.
5: I just yeah. want to know <laughs> what it's no, called. No, but, no, hey, no way I'm going
3: to be able to play it. Stop there, buddy. <laughs> You got me at Dota. You lost me at real. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: uh, Brian. How about you?
2: I've just been feeling the Green Machine lately.
0: What does that mean? Does
3: that mean you've been drinking Mountain Dew, reading a lot of the Hulk, Midori. I think it no. means the Ninja
0: Turtles. I
2: had that is exactly
0: what. Oh, it means. Okay. I had a. All right, so when I was a kid, this is what I this is what I think of whenever someone says the Green Machine. I had this alarm clock my mom got me when I was a little kid, and it was like a band of <laughs> five frogs. And there was like a drummer guy, a pianist guy, a couple of guitarist guy and one like Axl Rose looking frog right in front. And when the alarm would go off, they would play this stupid stupid song and they'd like bounce from side to side. They didn't do anything. They didn't play their instruments. They just moved from side to side as if that's all it took. And that band like on a big on a big uh uh marquee behind them. The band's name was the Green Machine. I need I, this. I, I need I would this really,
3: thing. I would really love if they were playing like some weird lampoon cover of the Dream Machine. I don't know what it was. Like, I, I just I, know I, it I, was I, horrible.
4: I want, I want this thing. Yeah, it sounds like something <laughs> they would like a relic they would uncover at American Pickers. or something I have
3: like no that.
0: idea where it's at or what is, happened is to it. Is the Green it,
3: Machine but, also the name of a like a football team? It's the Naked the Drink. Um, oh, they, 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 it is a Naked Fruits booth. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's good too.
4: What is it? It's convenient. It rhymes. You know. No,
2: my is mine is you know. Yo, it's the Green Machine gonna rock town without being seen. Vanilla Ice, right? Yeah, I don't know. We watched earlier. Yeah. We watched. Uh, I've been back into Ninja Turtles lately because it was like my favorite thing as a kid growing there's
0: up. There's a There's a thread in the forums. Yeah, I need to uh, get on that. Curtis uh, Curtis brought out the old TMNT thread. If you guys are interested, you check turtles.
2: it out. Anyway, I've been reading. Uh, I want to get this right. IDW
0: is putting out the new. Uh, Ninja
2: Turtles. Yeah, I comic. saw it. It's on the news feeds on oh, the site. It's so awesome. It's they probably like cool. the. It's like the coolest reboot I've seen in a long time. It's very well done. So I was really into that, and that kind of got me sparky. And then I started listening, like watching people play like my favorite video game of all time, Team Ninja Turtles Two. Oh wait, no wait, 4. Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Yeah. yeah, and just watching online. And then today, I guy like I was like. Let's watch Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Oh, man, did I regret that yeah. decision? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. I'm what? glad you learned. At least Wait, you did didn't go like, down to the...
4: Th- why'd you regret it?
2: Because I've only, I the last time I saw it was, it was probably like 12 or yeah. 13. Yeah, last I last like, time
4: playing I saw it, I was like 22, and last last I loved it. The last time no, I saw so it... It's so bad.
0: It's so good. It, it, it's so Come bad. Come on. The last time so I saw good. that movie, I was playing and I loved it. Super Contra <laughs> on the sample thing at Walmart, watching it on the screen next to me. T- that sounds like a good couple of hours in yeah. the it, afternoon. Yeah, I'd love it. I yeah. loved it when my mom went shopping. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it
2: wasn't. I mean, it was bad. Like I liked watching it, and I thought it was great. Yeah, but it's like, still fun. Combat cold cuts. I mean, <laughs> you want a pickle? I don't know about you. I just, like, it I is did so not bad. Want a pickle?
3: They know. all
1: who handles pizza like that is
3: what I want. <laughs>
2: the whole time we were watching,
1: Steve's like, "They're holding the pizza wrong.
5: The pizza's ruined." <laughs> the pizza, <laughs> the,
1: the pizza de- delivery guy is like, immediately turns it's like forty five degrees <laughs> in the, the hot
0: bag, just like ruined your suspension of disbelief because yeah, right you know there. there was not a pizza in the box. Guys ordered a lot of pizza. <laughs> right? That's funny. They're, Pl- <laughs> they're pizzas. They're not like you know calzones you can't just <laughs> turn them any angle and they will be fine it's a pie you lose yeah. the filling you, know? you always take us to some weird italian food place steve i don't know <laughs> my the, the lasagna <laughs> <Yeah>. tetramas- <laughs> lasagna <laughs> Formaggio. <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. i think it's what he said it's
3: <laughs> a four cheese lasagna right yeah
2: no yeah. one can escape the four cheese lasagna yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah, the other thing i want to say about the movie though watching it it's a really, like, really good period piece of like 1988. New York, New York. Like, it's like the goofy hair dudes, like, hey, oh, hey, oh, you want a
4: slice? Like, <laughs> like,
2: like the you know, the dude's like walking around with the beatbox, like, the very beginning. <laughs> it's
4: yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible> 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 and in that opening scene, it also has a best line that Kino, the pizza delivery guy, says yeah. <inaudible> whenever she's like, yeah, you want to catch a ride on my vehicle, ladies? They're like, dream,
0: dream on, on, dweeb. <laughs> yeah, I'll dream on, but when I do, I'll dream, dream of something, something a little thinner. <laughs> on his little, oh, his ass, like, oh, speed it's so good! <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the Carpe GM Turtle Cast. Yeah. Okay, so we need to do an episode just about specific- turtles. No, just specifically um. about '90s movies and what they felt like. Oh dear God. '80s, '80s Ooh. too. '80s, '90s movies and how to portray that topic. genre
2: should, in your game. We should just <laughs> go, go- <laughs> Right, we should go back and watch some that we're like, oh, I loved this yeah. when I was a kid, and they're like I haven't seen it in years, and be like, I'm telling you, it was a disappointment.
4: <laughs> I'm so- watching *Labyrinth* tonight. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mac, what about you?
3: Well, I've got a little bit of party drama, my baby uh, mama drama. No, no uh-huh. uh, rescheduling now that the school's starting back up again, and. Uh, Different or, uh, new campaigns starting up, and people quitting other old campaigns. My current hunter group, we're we're switching days. We're going bi-weekly. You know, we're going from Mondays to Thursdays. We're going bi-weekly, and uh, I don't know. I it, it's it's a little rough. There have been some questions, like for instance, I I work Thursdays, so now I'm the guy who everybody's waiting to get off work so that we can go play. So I don't like being in that position very much. But uh, I get off early, so it should be okay. But then there's also we, we've been tossing around a few ideas for what to do in the off week, and, I mean, the the main recommendation one of the guys is really pushing is to do, like, an... Uh, th- the idea was to go online and start, like, a forum, or maybe do some writing, or, I don't know, Minecraft sculpt. That was my terrible idea. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, build your world in Minecraft. it's it's Minecraft's
0: great, play it. but... <laughs> Um. This, so, like a an Obsidian Portal, like a the wiki. idea we
3: we've been throwing around, starting no, an Obsidian Portal, starting up a wiki, and like having each person kind of flesh out their character's backstory, or as we encounter a place, give somebody the opportunity to write, you know, what's going on there, what the history is. But I've never done that before. I've never, I've never uh, extended a campaign into the internet in any way, and I've never had to prop up a campaign over a biweekly format, like you know, podcast biweekly format.
0: It's pretty easy. We just show up.
3: Yeah. Well we're talking about different stuff every week. Yeah. There's always something yeah, and, and, and over the two weeks you get new stuff to talk about. But the problem with a campaign like that where it's one running thing is you get two weeks away from everything that you're supposed to remember and care
0: about. Right. And meanwhile your characters have been there, sitting in that world. Bored. The, well no. <laughs> it's just stopped and then one minute from the next. You know, they were they just finished killing the goblin. What are your characters? They walked do into when the next room. There. Well, they just finished killing the goblin. They walk into the next room and then that's where you stopped for the night. Now, whereas it's been two weeks for you, it's been just since he walked into the next room for your character. Uh, so so keeping up that continuity can be kind of tough when all of a sudden you forgot the magic word to get into the thing because that was a month ago
4: oh,
3: when I it really, might
0: have been 20 minutes ago for
4: your character. I really wish we could cross-reference which episode it is that we had this exact point. It was a few episodes ago. Like, the uh, was it player immersion? It might have
0: been immersion. It might have been like that, it might yeah. have been immersion um, do do
4: any of
3: you guys have like a specific something you tried to do to like hold over a break? you know like say you run a campaign into Christmas and people go on vacation you know we're, we're college kids or slightly Christmas out of is a trip. campaign killer yeah holiday yeah. holidays make it rough to get together at the you know, unless the you don't sometime.
0: have a family and you don't have anything going on, then it's a campaign Ooh, booster that because like now you've spent weeks on end. <laughs> Just playing, and that's it. But. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's great for lone wolf
3: hobo- hobos, but... Right. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> I got seven. Whoa.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I am an alpha wolf. Okay, so Obsidian Portal is a great utility. Have you ever even looked at it? No. You should check it out. Actually, I think I it's have. It's pretty intuitive. It's not it's not tough to use. I
3: think I've read somebody else's Obsidian Portal yeah. for their campaign, but uh, I didn't know that it was like
0: a tool. I wasn't it looking a tool. at it like that. But it's a, it's a pretty neat thing. It's, it's such a tool. It's, <laughs> gosh. It's my favorite band. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Now we're playing um, music.
0: It's uh, it's won a lot of innies a lot of years in a row, uh, for best website, best utility, best tool. Uh, but it's a really good one. So you can you can definitely use that one. Although you're going to wind up with the same. How active are the characters? How, how active are the players in your group? I mean, we what, like. I mean, how active are they? Do you have the guy that just sits and does nothing? Just shows up?
3: Uh, it's a lot of day jobs, then one one or two bums. So. Well,
0: the reason I'm asking is because if, you're, if the reason I'm asking is because if you if you got a guy who doesn't really do anything, he just shows up to play, then puts the game away and doesn't think about it again until he's sitting at the table again, Obsidian Portal's is not going to do you any good. It's not going to help you because he's not going to update it. He's not going to.
2: Well, I don't know if I agree with that because I have a guy who's a really fun person to play with. I've been playing with him for years. And uh, he like puts a lot of work into his characters. He's like, oh, you know, pages active. of backstory, blah blah blah. But then when you sit him down to the table, he's like, I roll the dice, and, like he, <laughs> he but, gray. But like, if you would, if you would maybe give him that option of something like
0: Obsidian Portal, maybe he'd be well, like... well. Everybody's got their own their own style way of doing things. I was just generalizing, which All right. um, I guess it's probably not true across the board. But no, what yeah. I would be worried about with with my gaming groups past, is that I would be the one doing the Obsidian Portal and Nobody would no one it. else would be involved. Now, that's not to say that that's a bad thing because if you're doing the Obsidian Portal and you're keeping up with all the stuff, then the guys in the group can read it right before the next session and get a refresher. Who's the GM?
3: A uh, friend of mine, Spencer, not me. Okay,
0: so you're not the GM? No. You've got to be careful. If he's doing the, the Obsidian Portal, he may be putting information in there... Uh, he knows what information that came out in the last session is important. Mm -hmm. The players and characters may not. So he would be making sure that the important information is in there and maybe forget some of the ancillary stuff that you guys have latched onto and and retained, thereby giving away some piece of his plot.
3: You said to think about the the, the sort of temperament and the level of activity of of the the guys in the playgroup, and it is honestly guys who do a lot with regard to gaming and think about gaming all day, all the time.
0: Well, that you're lucky because a lot of guys would just show up at the table and not do anything.
3: Yeah, but the the real problem I think in this case is the opposite of guys who don't do anything. It's that these guys do so much. They And they want to stay active and they want to keep campaigns and all kinds of stuff. And it's possible that like I've never done anything like this, but the guy who recommended it, he's done something like this before because he's done it with one of his own campaigns before. And I'm not saying they're not able to do it. I'm just I, I I'm just worried Right. I've never been in this.
0: Situation. I've heard uh I was listening to uh, Happy Jacks RPG podcast. Uh somebody on there, I don't remember who it was. It's been a long time. Uh said it's been that a while. yep. said <laughs> that um, every session a journal is kept. And every session somebody writes something in the journal about that session from the point of view of his or her character. And so that's that's one way to keep about it, but I'm I'm thinking a little even a little bit more proactive you're, what type of campaign are you playing in? Modern?
3: Uh, yeah, it's a it's a current day setting.
0: Okay. Um, maybe your GM can find ways to... Oh man, if we could make the news relevant, that'd be great.
3: So every day somebody's looking up to see like...
0: Well, that's, that's along the lines of what I was going to say is maybe you could find a way to engage the people in your campaign throughout the week, throughout the off week, through emails or a letter in the mail or a text message from an NPC... Or, you know, stumble across something in throughout your day that brings you back to your game. Just so you can call it back to the forefront of your mind during your off week. Alright, current events. Kind of like a 21st century reminder. Well, yeah, I mean, current events can be used for sure in your game, however... Camp-
4: Campaigns through tweeting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag tweet. giant orc. You don't need to be sitting around the table to roleplay. Maybe this might also be a good time for... Um, the Savage Worlds setting has an interludes mechanic. This might also be a good time for interludes to come into play. And maybe the interludes are sent via email, or you roleplay them out specifically with your GM over the phone, or Skype, and then you just need two people to sit down, you know, at a time, and you can do that over the course of a week. And And whatever it is you might be dealing with might come into play with your characters in the next session.
3: Our characters already do all have their own independent plot hooks, so that's probably... uh... Probably a good thing to do.
0: Yeah. Just a couple of ideas there. You guys got anything? Uh, Maybe we can uh, start a thread in the forum, and if anybody out there has any ideas, you can help Mac out. I'll put the thread up.
3: Woo. Yeah. Woo.
0: Woo And? I'm like the Martha Stewart of role-playing games. (laughs) (laughs) So that's your horizon? Being the Martha Stewart of role-playing games? Yeah. No. He's going
3: to jail. That that was my horizon. Okay. He's He's going to jail. what I got going on. All right,
2: and... Martha Stewart went
1: to jail.
3: So did lots of other people. It's not what she's known for.
1: Yes, it is. They made a TV movie about it, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> you're
3: wrong.
2: But,
3: wrong. You're wrong. You're fucking wrong,
4: right? Whenever they do that... <laughs> it means you're on the board. Yeah. <sighs> she's a dirty insider trader.
5: And the she only trades one, dirty
4: insiders? Yeah, and she's one of the <laughs> people who got caught.
2: <laughs> <sighs> what do you think about them apples
3: uh i, I don't know <laughs> all right No, i'm, I'm thinking louis <laughs> once did a bit about uh, uh rich people buying stupid stuff you know spending 60 million dollars on an umbrella holder and, he's, <laughs> and the punchline was i've thought a lot about what it would have to be made spoilers. out of spoilers I've, <laughs> <it would> <laughs> I've thought a lot about what damn it thought a lot about what what it would have to be made out of to to be worth 60 million dollars And I think it's made out of Martha Stewart's vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. So for me, for me, I got an email. No way. Yeah. We got an email. Was it from one of
2: those? First pills? <laughs> no uh, no bills no no no, bill. no the pills
4: yeah they don't work no. <laughs> with the bills or the pills <laughs> I, i'm already marked as a nazi in this podcast so i'm not even going to bring up the nigerian royalty <laughs> uh, yep and yet he did anyway you know, how, you, know, you know
3: the thing i'm not gonna do oh when i just did
0: that yeah <laughs> um not so much so i got an email from a listener no Yeah, and it dovetails very nicely into our topic today. Let's go ahead and uh, read the email. It is as follows. Dear guys, I'm a long-time video gamer, but I've always wanted to jump into tabletop gaming. Unfortunately, I just can't get into fantasy-based games. Case in point, I've played both Fallout and Elder Scrolls, loved the first, resold the second immediately. This leads me to a problem with tabletop RPGs. As the big one I always hear about is Dungeons & Dragons. Not a lot of sci-fi there. Can you guys help me out here? I need a sci-fi game to start with.
2: Oh yeah, well I got I got a good one. What you got? I don't know if you're you gotta like like this setting, but the D twenty Star Wars game they came out with the Saga Edition. Okay, it's an awesome awesome series. It was like three point five had been dead. A wizard makes it. wizards made it right. Yeah, three three point five had been dead, and it was before Fourth Edition came out, and it was kind of like their way of being like. Hey, let's try some of these ideas we have in Fourth Edition, but not put it on a book that says Dungeons and Dragons. And so it's got elements of Fourth Edition in it, but it's basically three point five D anD D in Star Wars universe, and it is awesome. Now,
0: is is it? Is it? He's new to role playing games. It's easy. He's never played a role playing game. D twenty
2: system is like the easiest system to learn.
0: Okay, so it's going to be something that he can hop into easily, and it's going to follow. It's going to give him the the stepping stones he needs for. Yeah, I mean, like I said, world. it's got three It's kind points. of a science fantasy thing, but... Yeah, I gotta say, though, yeah. Uh, I, he may be looking for something a little more crunchy. A little more...
2: Rift or something?
0: No, <laughs> or not... It? I guess crunchy is not the right term. Maybe Ooh, something Rift. a little more techy Than Star Wars? What do you got, Dan? Maybe. Uh, I'm saying Mongoose Traveler. Mongoose <laughs> Traveler... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that was going right over Brian's head. Mongoose Travelers, uh, the Travelers an old old system. Oh wait, okay, never mind. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Traveler, yeah.
3: yeah mongoose Trave- Traveler I had an entirely different picture. Yeah, it was like
2: it's like a mongoose <laughs> on Snake the side hunters of the road in like, space.
5: Like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mongoose Traveler or Travelers an old old system. It's been around for a long time. It's got tons and tons of support and maps. But you're and, trying
2: to get somebody into gaming oh, and that's your no, suggestion. No, 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 no,
0: no. no. Mongoose Out. now owns Traveler. <laughs> And the system is much easier than the old stuff. The new system, it's pretty deadly, but it's all the way from character generation. Everybody sits down does character gen all at the same time. It's kind of a game in and of itself. You're rolling and choosing life paths and whatnot for every, I think, four years of your life, starting at four years old. And after you roll or you choose, you something happens to your character for the next four years. And then you choose again the four years after that. It's entirely possible to die during character generation. This just sounds awful. That's <laughs> <sounds But> awesome. <laughs> awesome. But once what? you're...
2: <laughs> oh, my character died. I reached level three.
3: Hang on, <laughs> though. Choosing life paths as part of leveling is kind of like what... Is apparently going to be happening in fifth ed, and
2: that's cool. But you don't want my character to die before I roll strength.
3: But that's awesome. That's part of the
0: game, though. I mean, that's like the game of character creation. What
3: if your character? What if it's that your character was in like a super bad car accident and they came out scarred, and it's like part of the fact that they were like trying to be. So a So the real part of
2: winning the game is coming out with a complete character.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Hey, heck with that. If your character it's dies, not, you it's, just not start one. it's not that deadly. It's
0: not that deadly for character generation, and you
4: potentially get really cool stories out of it.
0: Yeah,
2: it, I could see where it would be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it it kind of
3: year, eight years
4: old, you fall down a well, and you die. <laughs>
3: and Lassie
2: saves you, die, you.
4: Or
3: you live, and you have that story
0: about how you were... And you live with the well. characters. Why and do we gotta... fall,
4: Master Bruce? Oh, wait, that was the last episode. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, why I said, that's why I said to use Traveler as a startup game, because you, you're going to learn the mechanics as you go along, just like you do with any other game. Yeah. But the chore of creating a character and knowing what you can and can't do is already taken out of it for you. You have your options laid out in front of you, and you can rationalize from the point of view of your character how that affects you uh, relatively easily. Okay,
2: so you're going with, like, this is easiest... Or, this easiest is, to get started. For, like, role-playing stuff. So I would say you're, in, like, in in mechanics-wise, the Star Wars thing I suggested with the D20 system has like, you can't explain something to someone easier than this is on a grid and these are squares. Like, that's how you explain somebody to somebody who has nothing... It does who, no say frame he's a video
0: reference. gamer, so you might be right there. It might be a little easier... Like, although, this has
2: a burst radius of three, which is three squares. Like,
0: Although, I guess, because he's a video gamer, maybe 4th Ed, which kind of... But that's ar- not... Arriving late for we the... We could, like, ease him in. not sci-fi. What about, but, like, Star but that's Trek, Hero Clips? Star Wars
3: thing. Not exactly sci-fi. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a in a what? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into this a little later. This, this, this is
0: what we're talking about today. The, this is Star this. Wars is the definition of sci-fi. <laughs> it's sci-fantasy. <laughs> it's the... Uh... Well, stop. Save the conversation. We'll come back to it. Uh, you guys got any... Any uh, suggestions for an easy system to get into that can be used for a sci-fi setting? I mean, GURPS has a fantastic sci-fi setting, but there's a serious barrier of entry. Like, that is not a beginner's game. There's a ton of stuff you have to learn and how to, you know, just how to play. Um, Savage Worlds, again, Savage Worlds is pretty easy to play if you've got somebody showing you how to play it. But just hopping in that at first because of the whole... Reskinning things and the trappings and all this other stuff—that's that, kind of a lot to swallow for day one.
2: Remember that time we tried to play Prime Directive?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 as much sci-fi
3: as I'm interested in, I didn't have a good answer to this question because my experience with sci-fi role-playing games has either been, you know, online ones which are kind of neat, um, or. <laughs> really bad old ones
2: <laughs> look up prime directive dan it's didn't i give I'll, it to
0: you i'll put it in, at one I'll point put in time it's, uh, it's yeah, like that star did. trek book from like the 80s oh right? my you god know? fossa's still around they're still putting stuff out uh they oh, just, i cannot believe that they are i've just got some stuff in the in the email box for them they're they're still putting stuff out um they also spent did
3: like five hours,
0: <laughs> and didn't even get finished with character generation.
3: They also did uh, they put out
1: battle, classic BattleTech. Oops, they Clip. put out they put out classic BattleTech. Yeah, I was going to say they also put out BattleTech. Was yeah. that oh robot stuff? Yeah, right. MechWarrior.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm a big Warrior. MechWarrior fan, yeah. but is, is MechWarrior technically related to BattleTech? Be-
1: BattleTech is the universe that MechWarrior happens in. Is okay. the easiest way to say. With it. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I had. N- <laughs> Yeah, there's that noise again. Remember,
3: I used to have uh, a uh yeah, uh, little toy when I was a kid.
0: If it wasn't so
4: heavily integrated with um, miniatures, I would think that Warhammer 40k would be well, mm-hmm. good. Sir, oh, there
2: there's is. quite a bit of those Rogue Trader. Yeah, Rogue Trader. It's pretty complex. Right. So, I mean, Imperium it's not really a
0: new Yeah, computer. I mean, there's Black, tons of Black sci-fi Imperium systems out there. Like but uh, dark millennium dark, 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 in- dark Inquisition black those Inquisition? are <laughs> <laughs> just dark Inquisition.
2: Yeah. just put in a, a word that means black or dark and, and those are like all good, in Inquisition.
1: but I, it took me a while to figure out what was
2: that's going probably on. one of the most difficult games yeah. though. there's like really? a lot of in the grim groups.
3: darkness of the future there is only gigantic rule books <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> have you seen the new
0: 40k so, rule book so what's our I, answer here I, I no it's what's like our a, answer we like got an answer you're saying you're saying d20 star wars yes. I'm saying uh, uh, mongoose traveler. Anybody else got anything to throw in the mix?
4: Well, Brian, what system did you, were you trying to run whenever we were going to do that lantern campaign?
2: Uh, that was going to be Savage Savage Worlds World, Savage supers. Worlds. Right?
4: So, so, is there yeah. any way? Well, okay. Again, supers.
0: it's kind of a tough thing to to hop right into Savage Worlds without oh, ever having played yeah. before. Savage Worlds' charm, I think, comes from having played other games and then playing this one. That's why you appreciate it so yeah. much.
2: I will tell you this about another point with Star Wars. I love the system so much that I completely stripped away everything Star Wars from it, and I wrote like a big, long campaign for a video game series called Mass Effect...
0: Yeah, I, that's it, what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, is that I wrote, I did the whole
2: thing in in with that Star Wars D twenty, but I used all Mass Spec rules. I came up with the rules for like Krogans, humans, like all the different races. Statted out the ships, the weapons, the, like the biotic powers. Used the Force powers instead of Force. It was biotics. Yeah. All right, you've convinced me.
0: Okay? okay, I like mongoose traveler for the startup, but with what you're talking about there, uh, Matt, if you're listening, if you like Star Wars, check out the D twenty Star Wars. Uh, because I'll put a link in the show notes and it's done just now. play it.
2: It's Saga Edition. Done. Doesn't it, matter. Okay. They can they can find it. Yeah, you can get the books. You can
0: find it. You can look on. Uh, well, just about anywhere. I'm sure you can find yeah. it. Anyway, um, if you like it and you're just tired of Star Wars, you can just keep the mechanics because it's a a, a universal mechanic. Yeah. And reskin it and create your own. Or even get online and use the traveler maps and all this other stuff and just create your own place. I mean, it's all there.
2: The thing that I, uh, the thing that's like always been really tough for me with space thing, like space RPGs, has always been like the ship combat stuff. And like, I it, it explains it fairly well to you could like understand it with like hull points and like they're just characters with big lasers and stuff. So. There's a
1: few. There's a few systems out there that do that well. Though. That's that's what I thought was awesome about. Uh, was it uh, Rogue Trader? because it's like you can combine that all the i think all the warhammer all RPG the games can books be played together. Are, you can put them all together and uh when you know oh, put...
3: all the games yeah. you can play the tabletop games in context right. with a with a role-playing game but w- including like battlefleet gothic like you could play yeah. space combat then an army all, all as part of your inquisitor running around in your role-playing game when
1: when we played uh rogue trader you, there was a the, it put an aspect in the game where it's like okay we're doing regular role play whatever just regular role play and then ship to ship combat is like everyone has this role that they play where like on the ship at during combat I'll, and when you do ship to ship combat everyone can you have your ship has rounds and then it goes to the other ships and they they, they roll initiative whatever yeah and each person in the party each pc can choose to make rolls to like give orders to the crew Oh, that's so if cool. there's if there's a player in your group that's like a soldier or like a fighter they can give uh, they can roll to give uh they can roll weapon rolls or whatever to give orders to like the gun crews oh that's and, awesome and stuff like yeah, that yeah
4: i really like that concept yeah all right
3: uh, i only have an anti answer gurps space cuz when i think sci-fi i think crazy big Spelljammer. <laughs> you, you go to hell. We, spell jammer? I'm pretty sure we just lost all
0: of our listenership. Uh, it was this horrible Dungeons and Dragons in space. Oh, wait. Did Gagax make this? Uh, I don't think anybody is actually claiming responsibility
5: for it. <laughs> it's Spell a TS- jamming. It, it was Busey.
0: It was... Uh, Spell jamming. Log jamming. It was literally... It was like boats moving around. Yeah, it was planes. boats, oh, boats with gravitational directions. And oh, my God. The boats were shaped like lobsters and squid. <laughs> and and <laughs> it was It was Treasure Planet. Oh, That's man. awesome. Oh, no. No. It wasn't awesome. All right, guys. Let's go. Right, right, the shop. Just stop right there. I'm not even going to entertain this on my show. Come on, I, I'll give you the box set. You can look through it, and we can discuss how terrible it was. Yeah, we're time.
2: playing Spelljammers next week. All
0: right, can we that's fine. Spellfire too, like the first ever D and D
3: card game. <laughs> oh God.
0: Okay, uh, Matt, don't buy Spellfire. Don't don't do it. Or Spelljammer. Don't. Or yeah, does. Spell. Spelljammer.
2: Forget all of her things.
0: <laughs> I fully okay. endorse it. So I, I hope I hope we help you out, Matt. Uh, send us another email. Let us know what you choose. Uh, maybe you can focus us a little bit more and let us know. Uh, let us know how it goes. Um, since since I'm in the the business right now, discussing how people contact us, I'd like for everybody to take a look. If you're if you're listening to our podcast on our website, we appreciate it. But it would really be great if you would go to iTunes and subscribe and rate us and review us. Uh, we'll take bad
3: ones. Uh oh. <laughs>
0: Right, thanks,
5: Brian. <laughs> Let's not go there.
0: Um, if um, the more you re- the more reviews you get, the further up the search engine and iTunes you go, so on and so forth. Uh, so give us a review, and th- th- since this has now hit the forefront, I'd like to like to bring up something I saw on one of my reviews by a gentleman named Remingway. He gave us a four star review, and thank you very much, Remingway. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was our first review ever. And here is his review. As I'm new to tabletop RPGs, I try to get my hands on any information relating to the hobby. I'm very glad to have found this podcast, and the hosts seem to be well-informed, can be funny, and best of all, do not have grating or monotone voices. Yeah. Not all <laughs> can of be
2: funny. That's what I got out of that. Right. I do not know what <laughs> you're talking
0: about. However, their choice of intro music and podcast art the thing that would be album art for music, are aesthetically displeasing. What? It's okay. <sighs> Scoff. <Thank you>. Scoff. <laughs> Pah. Pah. Harumph. Thank- <laughs> Harumph. Humbug. <laughs> Thank you, Remingway, for your review. I do appreciate it. Um, I, I, I'm bringing this up now because we just got an email from another guy who's new to gaming. I'd like to know what you think of the podcast and have we helped you. And if you have any other questions, can you su- shoot me an email? Dan at CarpeGM.net. As far as the music and the art, uh, it's a living thing. We're working on it. We're working on it. I mean, the music is something that I put together myself, and the art is something a friend of ours drew for us. What's wrong with that? It's awesome. Hey. 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 The eye of the beholder. We're working on it. (laughs) (laughs) I just met you. In any case.
2: (laughs) This might seem crazy, but here's some art. (laughs) Check out our podcast.
0: (laughs) <laughs> all right so so anyway, uh the meat and potatoes of what I got from this is he's new to tabletop RPGs, and I'm really happy he chose to to listen to our podcast. so I'd love to hear more from Remingway uh you can contact us on the form, you can send me an email and um you make oh, another iTunes review. <laughs> we don't want to cheat, oh, but all you people who haven't could. Remingway. Remingway.
2: Remington Steel.
3: I have a million jokes about the name Remingway.
0: <laughs> uh, I had a
2: couple. We should just... Remy look. Martin.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, um, also, other ways you can help out. We are on Stitcher. I mean, I'm assuming if yeah. you're listening... That's how I listen to
2: our show. Okay.
0: If you're listening to us, then you're probably listening to us through one of the couple of ways that are available. So you can set us as a favorite on Stitcher or review us on iTunes. Also, if you look on the website, um, I don't know how long it's been since anybody's been to the website, but we're getting a lot of traffic. We're doing pretty good. Um, I wanted to call a couple of things in to call a couple of things to people's attention. Uh, first off, the things that you see on the left side of the screen where it says "free this week," those are actually free products from Drive RPG and their affiliates. There's usually role-playing games, tabletop games of some sort, comics there. And they really are free. All you have to do is click on them. I think you have to make a drive-through account, but once you have it once, you can click on anything and get anything on that uh, that side for free. It takes what, like thirty seconds. To it do doesn't that? take long. No. It's Name, email, it address. It is not bait and it is not no. an ad. It's not scary. It's not anything that's going to get you. But it is actually free stuff that um, they're allowing me to give to the listeners. So please take advantage and let us know what you think. Uh, right now, I think there's, oh, I don't know. I don't remember. They had
2: Hackmaster up there earlier. Yeah, Hackmaster
4: was yeah, on there I for saw, a while. Uh, sticks and stones.
0: A couple of new small press comics have been on there. Um, there was a solo game, a solo war game. that was on there. You know, it, it was pretty cool. Um, and now this stuff isn't feature material, but at the very at the very least, it's a very small barrier of entry. freeze pretty cheap, and you can mine it for ideas for mechanics and and stuff
4: right and it's really diversified too it's not just one you know medium
0: right right uh also if you look down a little bit below that on the website there's a a a section marked affiliates you can hit rpgpodcast.com and you can recommend our shows there we'd appreciate it thank you very much Uh, as far as anything that you'll find on our website it's all on the right hand side of the the windows those are links to anything that we've ever posted so make sure you check by stop by the website and let us know what you think the forums have had uh, I've done a little house cleaning on the forums.
2: Scumbag Shang Soon thread. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing ever.
0: We've got um, we've got a Carpe GM guild in WoW. Uh, there's a forum board specifically for that. If you're interested, contact uh, I think it's Damo is the guild master. Omad. Oh, I think it's Omad oh, in WoW. I think it's, it's Damo, Damo on the forum. D O M M O. Well, whatever. Oh. Spell
2: that one backwards right. or whatever. It's this. Yeah. Um, so original.
0: <laughs> anyway, he's the guild master. We're going to be supporting the guild uh, on the website and in the forum. If you have any ideas for ways that we can do that, i.e. raid calendar, um, specific third-party stuff that you're using to keep everybody on the same page.
3: Class uh, guide, guides, you will we'll, we'll, we'll get a lot of that.
0: Anything like there. that that uh, you'd like to see on your guild page, you let me know and we'll do our best to get it up there.
3: Can we?
2: I just kind of want to play WoW now.
0: Okay, guys. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time for tonight. A uh, little pressed for time. little little bit of a shorter episode than Still usual. Still had good stuff in here. Yeah. Hope you find uh, find a little something good in here that you can take with you. Uh, keep the emails coming. I love it. We really want to hear from you. Uh, join us on the forum. Get in contact with us. We are completely open to any contact from our listeners or, I guess, anybody really. We're we're new at this, and I I, I love the exposure. With that, thanks for joining us. This has been the Carpe GM Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Steve. And I'm Tyler.
3: Still Brian. I guess I guess I'm Mac.
0: And remember,
4: support the hobby. Support the industry.
2: Support the local game store. Support
1: Shy Hulud.
3: <laughs> the Carpe GM Gamecast is presented under Creative Commons Attribution Non-commercial No Derivatives License Version 3.0. For further discussion on this topic or just about anything else, join our forum at carpegm.net slash forum. To contact us with questions, comments, and other feedback, please send your emails to dan at carpegm.net. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook carpegm.net or follow us on Twitter at carpe underscore gm. Thanks for listening.
0: Next time on the Carpegm Gamecast. Captain, I believe there's a giant man-eating worm under the sands of this planet. Lieutenant Commander Maxwell, recommend a course of action. I recommend we send an away team, Captain.
1: Counselor King, do you have anyone in mind for this? I have seen much promise in Ensign Rice. He is able, willing, I'm,
2: I'm,
3: and prepared. I'm not willing. I'm. I'm not. I'm not doing that. That
1: sounds good.
3: I really. I. I, I don't. Very want to well. Go down. Beam
1: him down now. Engage.
3: Oh, you son of a... On screen. Okay, I'm down here now. Thanks for that, really.
1: What do you see, Ensign? I,
3: I don't see a giant man-eating worm. So you can beat me back up now.
1: What's that behind you?
5: Okay, okay,
3: okay. Walk
1: without rhythm. Walk without rhythm, man. You'll only attract him.